All right, guys, welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today's episode is all about tracking progress on that journey you might be on and how to really understand what factors you should be looking at to measure. Is this actually working for me? Do I need to make adjustments? And, and knowing when it is time to make a significant change in that trajectory that you're on right now, maybe that what you're doing isn't quite working for you, or, you know, maybe you are somebody that keeps setting yourself up for failure. You start something and you can't seem to stay consistent long enough to allow that to take shape. So if you get any value out of today's episode and it does help you understand what matters most in your fitness journey, please shoot me a DM, shoot me a message. Let me know that I am helping you because I want nothing more than for you to be successful in your fitness journey. And if you have no idea where to start or you're tired of making the same mistakes over and over again, I have since January been doing free assessments to help people understand where exactly they should be starting to give them a little bit of a baseline and knowing what that roadmap might look like long-term outside of just the first 30 days. So what is this going to look like in your life in three months from now, in six months from now, and in a year from now? So if that is something that you are interested in, please shoot me a DM um, and I will send you over the assessment form. Uh, We can go from there. But today's episode, let's kind of roll right into it before I start talking about a million other things going on right now, like the the age group online qualifiers, the team court. I could just talk about CrossFit right now just because it's on my mind. But we're going to focus on your goals and your journey. So first and foremost, the first thing that we have to look at when we're talking about measuring progress on our fitness journey is a clearly defined goal. Okay. So it's not, I want to lose weight or I really want to get fitter. I really want to improve my skills in CrossFit. I really want to get better gymnastics. Like I really want to start dialing in my nutrition. I want to start eating better. Like we have to have a clear cut definition of what that goal looks like to you. It is, you know, I want to talk about smart goals. They're specific, measurable, attainable, relative, relative and time bound. But more importantly, like it just has to have a clear cut. Like you have to be able to actually say, that you can measure where you started and where you got to, and you have some kind of metrics to track that. So it's, if you have, let's say I want to lose 20 pounds and maybe you have a hundred pounds to lose, but you have to lose 20 pounds before you lose a hundred pounds. So it's just setting up yourself for success. Say I want to lose 20 pounds, or I really want to improve my gymnastics. So maybe it's saying, you know, you want to focus on getting better at upper body pulling strength. And maybe you want to get, maybe you have one or two unbroken strict pull-ups. Maybe you want to get to 10 or 11. So you really want to focus on having yourself, um, clearly define your goal so that you know exactly where you can get to. And the next piece of this goal is identifying why it's important to you. So nobody really cares about how much they weigh. What they care about is they know that they don't like how they look or they don't like how they feel in their body, whether it's heavy, sluggish, whether they don't like seeing photos of themselves, whether they just feel inflamed all the time. It's not the number on the scale. The number on the scale is relative to that thing. So so why is these are these goals important to you? What are you unhappy with right now? <coughs> and I apologize. I am still getting over this cold two weeks later. Um, but understanding why it matters, because if you don't have a clearly defined why, staying committed to the goal is not going to happen. There's going to be five million other things that are going to stop you from achieving that. And most people are chasing a feeling. They're chasing a feeling of confidence. They're chasing a feeling of belief in themselves. They're chasing that security in themselves, that they belong, uh, that they are good enough. Um, And all of that really should come from, I want to say it should come all from intrinsic factors, factors, but there is going to be some external factors as well. Um, But we have to know what we want to feel. So why is this goal important to us? 
now that we know our goal, we know our why, and we feel really confident that it is strong enough to pull us to make changes because we are going to have to change in order to see those achievements happen, right? We have to know where are we at, okay? And this is one of the biggest problems with people that jump into nutrition programs is that they don't assess where their problems are from the start, which is why I do assessments, okay? So it's not always a person doesn't know how to eat. It's not always a person doesn't know that they should be eating balanced meals or that they should be, you know, you know, limiting how much they're eating out or they should be limiting their alcohol or they're eating too much of, you know, X, Y, Z. It's usually lifestyle stuff that is stopping them from that. So knowing where a person's problems are, are the first places to start. So where am I starting at? Where is your nutrition? That's not, that's not going to be the same for every single person. Some people are working out five or six days a week and they're eating quote unquote clean, but have no idea how much they're eating. And they're wondering why they feel like shit all the time, you know? So where vice versa, somebody else might not be working out at all, might be eating burgers and French fries every day. You have to assess where am I at right now? It doesn't mean that the path to getting the goal might not be the same. It just means that you're starting at a different spot and your focus points to getting on that path might be a little bit different, right? So the person that's already working out, they're already eating clean. They probably just need to get a better understanding of how much their body needs. Whereas this other person needs to start working out. They need to start eating a little bit healthier and they need to prioritize how much of that food they're eating. So they might need to figure out what's the biggest marble to cover to start and where can I handle, handle the work the most versus I got to do everything at once. So you got to know where we're at. And then we have to know, like I mentioned, what are we trying to change? What do we have to change in order to get us to that goal? Okay. So this is all going to be relative to your tracking. I I promise you, this is all going to make sense in a little bit. So what do I actually have to change in order to achieve that goal? So maybe you have to start tracking your food in an app. So you have to start being more mindful of your portions before you start um, cleaning yourself. Maybe you just have to start cooking more at home, in which case you might have to start going to the grocery store more often. And you might have to start, you know, making some time for meal prep or, or cooking before you actually just, you know, go about your day. So we have to know what actually has to change. Do we need to build up time for a workout? Do we need to maybe take some time back from other things in our life to allow this to become a part or a priority for us? So we have to know what we have to change because the most important thing, guys, is when it comes to reaching a goal, when you achieve that goal, not if, when you achieve that goal, you are not going to be the same person that you were when you started. And depending on how significant that goal is to you and how big the changes are, you likely are going to be somebody completely different. And that's why I think that it's so important for people to realize that it doesn't matter how stupid the goal might seem to somebody else. There is so much you're going to learn about yourself by the journey of committing to a goal and sticking to the process of achieving it, that it will carry over into other areas of your life, whether it's five pounds or 10 pounds you want to lose just to look good in a bikini, or it's you have a hundred pounds to lose, or maybe it is you just want to get, you know, better at ring muscle ups. Who gives a shit about how functional that is in the grand scheme of things, but the commitment needed to pursue that skill is what's so important. So you're not going to be the same person. You're going to be more disciplined. You're going to be more committed. You're going to be somebody that understands that it takes hard work to achieve something, but it's not as hard as it is once you get going and you start to actually enjoy the process of it. So this is where I can kind of go into like a little bit of an example. All right. So I want to lose 20 pounds, 
Um, you know, I'm really tired of feeling insecure in my body. I feel like I'm always having to hide behind, you know, clothes. I get anxiety over going clothes shopping. I just, I'm tired of feeling that way. You know, um, I'm tired of maybe my workouts feeling super heavy. I want to, you know, start to feel better when I'm running. I, I just know that my eating habits are not conducive to fueling me to be at my best. And I know that 20, if I lose 20 pounds, all the things that I'm going to have to do to make that goal happen are going to fix all of those other things. So your goal might be 20 pounds of weight loss, but it also might come with a lot of other cool, positive changes along the way, which is why measuring progress is so important. And there are two pieces of measuring progress that I want you guys to understand. There is results-based progress and there's action-based progress. And a lot of people are very conditioned to focus solely on the results-based progress. So PRs on, you know, lifts, um, or losing the weight, you know, those are results focused, focused, uh, uh, tracking of progress because you can't control the actual result. You can control the actions, but the result happens because of the actions. And then obviously we have to track progress on the actions to ensure that we are actually making the shift towards achieving that goal. And this is where people tend to go wrong is because they focus solely on, uh, maybe completing a challenge. Like I, I can mark it off the list. I did it for 30 days or 75 days. If you're doing the 75 hard, um, or it's, I lost weight or I didn't lose weight or I reached the goal or I didn't reach the goal. They measure it so much on the results and not enough on the action. So the first uh, part of the, of this is understanding action-based progress. And it's funny because as I was uh, typing my notes for this and I was walking, I thought about the fact that it requires commitment to achieve a goal. And I'm like, I am going to start a new thing called the commit list. So, and I think that the commit list should come. It's the things that we have to commit to in order for us to achieve that goal. And it's knowing, you know, we might have to commit to five or six different changes and we don't have to commit to them all at once. We just have to be patient with the journey and knowing where we're starting to get there. So the commit list is literally writing down the things that you are committing to changing to achieve um, that end goal. And they might change over time. Like I said, you might be starting off, all right, this week, the only thing I'm doing is I'm only cooking at home. I'm not eating anything out. If you committed to that one goal, you can knock that off your commit list every single day. Now, maybe next week you're starting to add, all right, now I'm going to start using a food scale and figuring out how much of this food I'm actually eating. So now your commit list goes to eating at home and weighing and tracking your food. Now the next commit list might go eating at home, weighing and tracking your food. And now I'm dialing in my protein and ensuring I'm getting in enough calories. And now we can kind of see how that can progress. So writing your own commit list and you can decide how many things you want to add to this commit list. And it's something I'm going to be really pushing in my own community now that I've got this word uh, written out. So actions, this is the first part of measuring progress. All right. Action-based progress. Let's just say the goal is I'm losing 20 pounds. I'm going to keep using that same goal. Um, and your action steps are you're already working out five to six days a week at your CrossFit class. Um, you eat pretty good, but you're really lacking on uh, understanding how much your body needs. So, you know, your commitless action step is I am going to hire a coach. I'm going to go ahead and get an assessment done, understand where my calories and macronutrients should be, um, and have her take a look at my food quality to make sure that I'm doing all the things nutritionally to support my workouts and my goals. And I'm going to commit to following through 
with weighing and tracking my food out so that she can see those things. So your commitless action step might be hire a coach, start tracking my food. Done. All right. And that might be the one thing you change there. In terms of lifestyle, maybe you recognize that after your assessment comes back that you look at your steps, you're like, wow, I'm only getting about two to 3,000 steps a day. I bet I can probably knock this weight off a little faster if I just increase that to five to seven K. I probably won't have to cut out so many calories this way. Or you look and you notice you're not sleeping that much and you realize that you're spending an hour on Instagram before bed. So it's looking at different things that you guys can really commit to. So your action steps are the first ways you're going to measure progress. What are you committed to? And what are you doing in terms of that commitment? Are you putting the effort in? It's not, eh, I'm loosely tracking. I'm not, you know, tracking the little BLTs throughout the day, or I kind of miss a day or two here. It's no, I'm committed to reaching this goal. And I'm going to do that work every single day. And of course, we're going to have non-perfect days. But the goal is if you have 28 days in the calendar, whatever, seven, four, 20, four weeks, and you're like putting a check in every single box that you've actually committed to that goal, you should be seeing a 90% plus committed to your goal. And that means that also the plan needs to be something that you can actually work in. So, and I don't care what anybody says. I don't want to hear any excuse that they're too busy to track their food because nobody is eating that often throughout their day that it requires that much effort to be tracking their food. And if they are, it means they probably need to simplify some things. And that's probably going to help them get reach their goals faster anyways. Okay. So what are your action steps? It might be going to the gym more often. It might be, I'm committing to four workouts a week. Can you knock off four workouts every single week for 28 days? How many did you miss? You know, whatever that might look like to you. Other things that you can use to measure progress as well is um, along the way of your action steps is maybe changing some of your negative behaviors because of your mindset regarding um, nutrition. So for instance, maybe the eating out thing, because it's really a mindset related thing, but maybe you are someone that just relies heavily on convenience food. Uh, a great way to measure progress is, man, I spent the last 30 days, I didn't eat out at all. And that might not even been your goal. Your goal might have been to track your food, but you, in, in doing that, you decided to commit to also shifting into eating more at home. So um, it's, it's looking at changes that way, along with changing maybe some things that you've been doing negatively to yourself. Maybe you've been that chronic... I'm really good Monday through Friday, but then Saturday and Sunday comes and I can't keep my shit together. So are you, are you being more committed to your goal uh, more than just five days a week? Have you maybe seen some improvements in your actions around those situations when you're in a position where you have to make a choice? Eh, do I really want that? Or am I just having it because it's there? You know, so that's really important for people to understand. Okay. So action-based um, steps is a great way to measure progress is how, you know, if you had to give yourself a grade of, you know, zero to hundred percent, you know, what percentage are you going to get? Are you going to get a 70% or are you going to get a 95%? Okay. So giving yourself that grace. Um, and then now the most important thing is actually metrics. Okay. How are we tracking the metrics of our actual progress in terms of the results? Okay. Obviously most people are conditioned to tracking their weight, which is a great metric for people to track, but you need to make sure that you're tracking it the right way. So Weighing yourself once a week on a Monday after you've been out to eat every single weekend might not be the right way to do things. I personally recommend people tracking their weight daily and then looking at the average weight per week. That's going to allow them to see changes in their weight from week to week to adjust. And that also allows us to see fluctuations, maybe due to stress, how their body handles, you know, if they're, if they're getting too sore from their workouts, getting a lot of inflammation built up, things that are also going to affect their ability to stay committed long-term, you know? So looking at changes in hormones and how that might be affecting our mood and our behavior. So 
a lot of that stuff is important. So yes, we want to track our weight. That's a data point, right? We, we can actually clearly step on the scale and weigh ourselves, and there's no gray area. Other things are measurements of your, obviously how your clothes fit. So are your clothes getting a looser? Were they tight? And now you're actually able to stick a finger in there. Um, are your belt loops getting to where you can actually tighten to the next one? Um, things like that. Measurements in terms of using a tape measure. Um, I try and get people to do this maybe once a month if they, if they need that extra measurement to kind of help keep them on track, but trying to stay consistent with where you're measuring yourselves. Um, and then those are all kind of like the clear cut data points, right? We can actually physically see, okay, this is changing, that's changing. Other ones are uh, changes in gym performance. So you should be tracking uh, changes in your gym performance. So like maybe you start off and you're like really, you know, you maybe do a mile run and, you know, you retest that in six weeks and now you're running it, you know, 15 seconds faster. That's a sign that you're obviously getting some fitness built in, you know, especially if you haven't been primarily just training, running, it's just kind of happened naturally. Um, that's also important for you guys to track, um, things like, you know, PRs on your lifts, uh, how maybe you used to struggle with maybe three pull-ups. Now you're doing 10 to 12 pull-ups. So looking at changes in your fitness as well. So really you guys should understand that to track your progress on a results-based uh, factor, you should be writing it down somewhere or keeping it on, on a computer somewhere, a spreadsheet. Um, in my, obviously my clients track all of their stuff in an app. So we have some way to measure that, that clear cut data. So that monthly I can take a look at, let's, let's obviously reflect on actions and reflect on those data points as well. Some other progress metrics that you want to be taking a look at. These are more of the gray area metrics, but I do have people pay attention to them. They're part of my weekly check-ins are things like changes in um, digestion. Are you going to the bathroom more regularly? Changes in sleep quality and quantity. Are you getting better quality sleep, more sleep? Um, changes in your appetite. Are you noticing that you have less cravings? Maybe, maybe you're getting more consistent hunger and fullness cues. Uh, maybe you've noticed that you don't need as much caffeine throughout your day. You're having a little bit more energy. Maybe you've noticed changes in your mood. So you really can't, there's not really like a clear cut. This is, you know, one or zero. It's, it's more so like, you know, things are kind of improving along the way. And I like people to also track those metrics as well. Okay. So now Let's talk about the actual progress goal, right? Because we obviously need to go back to the main overarching goal is I want to lose 20 pounds. So you can look at these factors here to tracking your progress. I'm taking a look at my actions. I'm checking the boxes. I'm taking a look at the data points. I'm tracking that stuff. I'm, I'm being mindful of my biofeedback, which is like the sleep, the hunger and all that stuff. Now, here I am from where I started to where I'm at now, four, six weeks later. And how do I know when it's time to make adjustments? How do I know if this is actually working for me? Okay. So first things first is always looking at the gray area stuff is the gray area stuff is the most important because that's our life. Our life is never going to be perfect. We all live in the gray area. So we want to know, Hey, like, am I actually feeling better? Is this improving my quality of life? Am I feeling more structured in my day? Do I feel more productive? Has changing my nutrition actually made me more organized? Like you're taking a look at all those positive things. Um, and some of that stuff might also take some, you know, it might put a little bit of, un, uh, sorry, a preliminary stress because we're developing new habits, but it should also be getting easier to where it just becomes natural. So the first measure of progress is, is my lifestyle changing into that person I need to become to achieve this goal? Okay. That's the, the, the gray area stuff. That's the the better biofeedback, the better habits and all that kinds of stuff. Am I becoming the person that I want to become at the end of this journey? Okay. Now we're going to take a look at the results because the results are going to drive what actions we might need to take uh, to change. So if you've been consistent with all of your actions, 
we might be just making a simple nutrition adjustment. If you have not been consistent with specific actions, we might be making more of a focus point towards those action steps. So let's just say six weeks later, and you started off, maybe you lost three or four pounds, but since like four weeks ago, uh, you've like been plateaued and you're looking back and you're like, you know what? I've had volleyball every single weekend and I've been having to eat out. Um, or, you know, I, I just haven't been consistent on the weekends at all just because I've been dealing with too much social stuff. Or I tend to, um, under eat during the week. And that's been really hard for me to control myself on the weekends, whatever it is, or I haven't been using a food scale as much as I should be whatever things you think you need to like look back at. So reflect on everything, reflect on how my actions been. Am I doing all the things to check the boxes? Um, you know, and where now do I need to make improvements? Maybe, maybe nutrition hasn't been the problem. Maybe you had an injury and you haven't been to the gym as often. Do you need to find better ways to start to increase activity outside of the gym? So maybe it's looking at your non-exercise activity. That's where we can now try and take a look at what we need to change. So we're going to check, we're going to troubleshoot those three things. We're going to take troubleshoot workouts. How consistent have your workouts been? How frequently are you going? How much intensity are you pushing? All that stuff. Nutrition. Are you dialed in on your nutrition the right way? Are you hitting your calorie macronutrient goals? Are you weighing your food out? Are you guessing? Are you cooking at home? We're looking at all those things that you should be looking to change in that, in that preliminary period. And then we're looking at lifestyle. Okay. How's your movement throughout your day? How's your sleep? All that stuff. That allows us to see what actions we need to change now. So the next six weeks, we know how we can make more progress. And, and that's really how you guys can understand that nutrition is just a piece of the puzzle. There's so many things that are going to be moving in order for you to actually get to that goal, and especially when it comes to weight loss, but knowing what matters most. And for most people, that is nutrition, but it's not just eat better or track your macros. Sometimes it's like not having the right macros. So it, perfect example is if you six weeks in and you've been doing all the right things, maybe it's just time for an adjustment on your calories and your macros. Maybe it's not even the calories. Maybe it's the macros that are off. We don't know until we have that data to track. Okay. So really important for you guys to understand. And this is why when people think about nutrition coaching, it's just like, oh, can you tell me what macros to eat? That's not what we do. <laughs> A nutrition coach is, is doing this for you. They are literally taking your goal and, and, and giving it the care it deserves. It's, it's saying, all right, this person's struggling, you know, like we need to figure out how to make it easier for them to cook at home, you know, and, and we can give all the tactics, but that person has to be willing to take the tactics and use them. So we have to really get that person who, who wants to achieve this and, and make it happen for them. We can't make it happen for them, but we can give them all the tools and you can do the exact same thing. You can coach yourself through this process but you have to really look at all of these details and that can be very overwhelming to some people. So also what happens is when they get overwhelmed, what do they do? They quit, they give up, they say, fuck this shit, it's too much work. And it is a lot of work, but any goal worth achieving, which is why I'm gonna come back to the beginning is you gotta have a clear cut why. If you don't have a clear cut why, you're gonna continue to fall short on achieving that goal. So make it worth it, okay? So if you guys do want help on your nutrition journey, please shoot me a DM, shoot me a message. And guys, I'm glad that you're listening and we're able to get some value out of this because I feel fired up to talk about goals right now. I'm struggling in my own goals. Perfect example is I've been out with a shoulder injury, um, had surgery going on 10 weeks come Tuesday, I believe. Uh, maybe it's 11 weeks. I got to think, I think it's 10 weeks come Tuesday. Um, 
And it's been a mental battle. And I haven't spoken about that. It's been, it's been a mental battle for reasons outside of the actual injury, but just from looking at, um, you know, you work so hard to achieve fitness as a CrossFit competitively and getting to a place and then you're kind of sidelined and well, you are sidelined and you just kind of watch it all fall apart. And it's kind of depressing. <laughs> and yes, there's so much more to my life than CrossFit, but because it's been such a big part of my life, it's been really hard for me to stay focused and feel that I'm going to be able to get that back. And I've been really struggling with that myself and knowing that I'm going to have to start over from scratch. So um, hopefully with a little bit bigger of a foundation though. So, but anyways, like I said, guys, I am here to help. If you guys want help on your nutrition journey, um, your fitness journey, like you're not alone. Okay. Like I know what it feels like to struggle. I know what it feels like to talk yourself out of things and talk yourself into the wrong things and sit there and battle these thoughts in your head and, and not know where to go. And sometimes you just need somebody to, to help you understand, Hey, you're not alone and everybody struggles and we can get through this. If you start off with some actionable steps that we can measure and get you closer to that goal by making small little check marks in your month. So that's all I got today, guys. Happy Sunday. I hope you guys all have an amazing week and I'll talk to you all in the next episode.